This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. You don't know who's attacking who, where they are, what's going on, like why anything is happening, but it doesn't matter. And Willis. That was clearly going to be on your list. I would have thought it would have been higher. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. What's happening, everyone? We made it. We made it to the end of the year. This is the final episode of the year, which is just absolutely insane. Just honestly. a couple days left of 2022. Just crazy. Um, but yeah, it's been a good year. We had a good run this year. We did a lot of we had we did a lot of episodes. We started We're not to dying, in. Josh. No, but you know, okay, we had a good we, run. We had a <laughs> we've we continue to have a good run. How about that? There you go. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. It's time for another Megapixels episode to wrap this year up. So today we are going to be giving you our top five movies that released in 2022 because we saw a ton of movies. There was a lot of good ones, a lot of really interesting stuff that released this year. So yeah, we're going to be giving you our favorites from the year because why not? Yeah. Um, I do want to throw out there, this will not be on my list, Mm. but for close watchers of the pod, watchers, listeners of the pod. Yeah. I finally, finally watched Gold. <laughs> I saw that on Instagram. I watched it with like a few days left in the year. Yep. I'm like, you know what? I got to deliver for the Pixel Splitters yep. audience and be like, hey, um, did you ever finish it? No, I did not. Go yet. back. Okay. It's really fucking good. Is it? Yeah. Shit. It takes for, well, well, okay. It's not like really fucking good. Like it's but not it's on good. my top five, yeah. but it's good. It <laughs> takes a long, long time to get going. Okay. Like I, for the first forty minutes, I was like, "Yeah," okay. like, <laughs> and then it kind of it kind of finds itself and kicks in. I was okay. like, not expecting to be paying it that close of attention, and I was locked in. Damn. Okay. Well, I will be revisiting Gold. Is it still on Hulu? Is that where you watched it? Yep. yep. Okay. I guess I'm firing Gold back up. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're doing today. Let me run through the weekly releases here because there's a, not too many, but there is a couple. Um, for theatrical, we got two limited releases. The first one being A Man Called Otto, releasing December 30th, which mm-hmm. is the new Tom Hanks movie. It looks pretty by the numbers. I, I don't know. I mean, this is yeah. bound to be better than what he did in Elvis, so I, I'm all, <laughs> I'll be okay with it's, it. It's wild to me how many movies Tom Hanks is just like endlessly releasing. Yeah, yeah. I know not, but I feel like he's done like 10 movies this year. I'm sure. I mean, it's he's one of those guys that's always working, and he's always usually pretty good in the stuff he's in so um we also have broker coming out on december 26th uh which is also limited but i believe i didn't pull this up i really should have i believe this is saying oh song kang ho so uh parasite i mean legendary korean actor um and i don't know i just think that this looks like it it, it's going to be really good and people have been talking about it so check that out if you can find it anywhere uh, for streaming shows, we have Letterkenny season eleven coming back December twenty sixth on Hulu. Amazing uh, that that show is still going. I love that show, but it's seasons. Like... <laughs> it's so it's so offbeat. It's amazing. Um, and then for streaming movies, we got Noah Baumbach's White Noise adaptation hitting yep. Netflix December thirtieth. So I'm pretty hyped for that movie. Honestly, me too. There's uh there's some interesting buzz going around with it, and I love Noah Baumbach. So why not? Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we got. This week, the to final week of the, the year. year. Yeah. 
So uh, without further ado, let's hop into this final megapixels of the Here year, we guys. Go. So like I said at the top, we are going to be giving you our top five movies of 2022. That means just any any movies that released within 2022. I know it's... Yes. It depends. Some people, oh, it's the 2021 release. It like it released in Cannes, like whatever. It's yeah. It's the movies that have a wide release in 2022. Yes. Um, and of course, Mostly. because <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> because we have no self control, we have to give yeah. you two runners up. But I mean, it wouldn't be a megapixels <laughs> if we did just just five. I mean, five. Wait, uh, are we doing two runners up? Well, the one of the runners up is okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So well, so explain that. Yeah, so one of the runners-up is going to be uh, your favorite movie that did not release in 2022, because we didn't just yes. watch movies from 2022 this year. It's true. And we watched a lot of good ones. Do you know, um, I mean, I guess as of the recording of this, we we still have about a week left, but do you know around how many movies you, you clocked this year? Uh, I Let's see. Hold on. I can pull it up right now. I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close to... I have watched 288 this year Hot damn, i don't man. think i'm gonna hit 300 I, that was my goal i don't think i can do it that's so i mean it's the week between christmas and new year's like if ever there was a time that time. you can you can knock out a handful you gotta dude take them from me like go find those <laughs> 90 minute ones i've been i've been talking about all just year crush them. Um, and just crush them here's here's what i'll say i've got the i've got so today is December 22nd. We're recording this way early. Um, yes. I've got Babylon lined up for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I've got The Whale lined up for Saturday. And we'll see what else comes through after that. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I'm going to so try gotta, my hardest. You got 10 movies and you got what? So in the next two days, you have two lined up. Mm -hmm. I'm doing, We're getting way too oh, oh, so, okay, These are so why then. these episodes end up like, <laughs> you know, two and a half hours long. Uh so you have basically you just got to knock out one a day, man. I know, I know. You're I right. Know, I have no idea. I kind of half-assed that math, so it might be wrong. But uh, to uh, almost, I, I almost. I yeah. think I can do it. I think I can do it. I believe um, in you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um. So, anyways, yes, the first runner-up will be <laughs> a movie that did not release in 2022, and the second runner-up will be our number six, so one that just barely didn't make our top five. Yes. These are some lists. Um, now, let me ask on your list mm. because my favorite of not 2022 mm -hmm. could potentially challenge my top. Like your number one? Yeah. Like oh. it might be my favorite movie of the year that just happens to not be from here. So do we want to do these at the beginning or do we want to save these until the end? You're throwing a wrench in this thing. I don't know. I don't know. Because mine's not my favorite movie of the year, but it's okay. definitely in the top three for me. So we can... Okay. I feel like we should do, do it. Do you want to do it before number one? So, so we'll do six, five, four, three, not 2022. Wait, no. I did six, five, four, three, two, then not 2022, then one. Yes. There were too many twos going yeah. in there. Um, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, because it okay. will make my top three for sure. Like a qualifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Got to write that in here. Okay. So two. <laughs> <laughs> Calling an audible from the very top. Yep. As if we aren't confused enough already. <laughs> uh, okay. That works for me. Um, cool. Cool. And 
off the bat, I do want to say there's a couple movies that I have not checked out yet, so they're obviously mm-hmm. not going to be on this list. I want to read a couple off here. Um, let's see. So I've not seen After Sun. Have you? I have not. Also on my to see list, yep. which like is on the top of a lot of people's list. It's like number one seeing. for like a lot of people. So that's yeah. a, that's a big one. Um, Babylon as well, another one mm-hmm. that we have not yet seen. Um, Women talking is another one that is releasing this week limited, and I'm sure it would make probably my top ten. But obviously, sure. um, the whale, Aronofsky's movie. Yep. Um, Triangle of Sadness, the Ruben Oslin movie. Yep. Uh, close, which is that I believe it's it's a foreign film, but that's making tons of people's end mm-hmm. of the year lists. Um, and that's pretty much it. I haven't seen Pinocchio either, but I don't think that was gonna. Yeah, crack I'm gonna it. put a uh, I'm gonna put a few extras on there because I'm behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Avatar yet, uh, though. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that would top uh, you know, my five, list here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen Tar yet, which mm-hmm. uh, possibly who knows. Yeah. Um. I haven't seen Elvis, which again, I don't think that. Yeah, it. No. Um, but the other one that I'm like, ooh, might fit in there, and I've been kind of dying to watch is uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth. I'm yes. very curious about that movie, and I feel like it has the potential for to be read right at my alley. So yeah, but haven't seen those. So they're not on the list. Um, doesn't mean they're bad movies. Exactly, exactly. We just haven't seen. We have shortcomings, guys. We're, we're yeah. human beings. Um, I still also still haven't watched Weird. So that's I, yeah. <laughs> it's gotta fire Roku up for that one. Yeah. Um all right, so should we just hop right into this here and start yeah. with our uh number should six? We flip a coin to see who goes first as he looks around for a coin. Yeah, let's uh I don't have a coin. Just, <laughs> just fire one up on your computer there. There's gotta here, be a wait, coin. I have a I have a lens cap. Oh, there you go. Okay. I have I have a lens cap. So I have okay. cannon on one side. Nothing on the other. Back of. <laughs> so front uh, or back? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so call it in the air. Here we okay. go. Ready? Front. Front it is. What does that mean? So that means you go first. Okay, cool. <laughs> you start with your number six. Okay. We uh, are. This is such a complicated episode. Yeah, we're, we're really just like making this hard for ourselves. It's the last one of the year we had to. Um, okay. That's true. So my number six movie of the year uh, is the Banshees of Inisherin Martin McDonald's movie? Um, that I just absolutely not only had a ball watching, but I had a blast kind of thinking about afterwards. Just yeah, what he did with such a simple yet elegant and kind of I don't want to say it, it has a lot to do with what we're going through right now. Being yeah. I mean, I spoke about this on Tuned In, but like the isolation quality of the movie, I think is really, really interesting the way that he dealt with it. And obviously, you know, that movie takes place over or about a hundred years ago um, and they don't have to deal with the things that we have to deal with now. But, you know, just the idea of not knowing what to do with yourself. Like I found myself in that in that predicament many Mm -hmm. times over the last three years of being like, there's nothing that I physically can do right now. We're stuck inside. Um, obviously, amazing performances by uh, you know Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson and Carrie Condon and Barry Keough. And I think Colin might take the crown for best actor. If yeah. it's not Brendan Fraser, it's going to be him. Just a wonderful performance. A really like not a subdued performance, but it's di- he's not like going cr- like I think of him in like The Gentleman or even The Batman. Like this mm-hmm. year. There are performances where he kind of takes it over the edge, 
And this yeah. is one that kind of falls right in the middle, and it's a it's a sensitive performance, but it is a really really fantastic one. Um, I and he's able to toe that line of like I'm not going to go with a lot of emphasis on this, but yeah. it's still all there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this is totally a McDonough like it's basically like it feels like a play. It's yeah. takes place in like three locations. Um, I did think it was interesting the cinematography. A lot of it was like gimbal or like drone shots you know which i thought was a weird juxtaposition with the way that it was so simplified in the 1920s versus also (laughs) i would say like a lot of wide tons of not allowed not allowed not afraid to isolate people in the frame for sure yep absolutely um yeah i think this movie uh shines in its simplicity and the writing it's just it's a it's an awesome movie and i had a really good time seeing this in the theater which i think might be a theme for a lot of the movies on my list um but yeah i will say uh this did not make my list really but yeah yeah um but it was like it's very clearly my number seven i switched my number six and banshees back and forth three or four times before i landed (laughs) on where i landed um uh but But yeah yeah, i mean like mark mcdonough like this is i I love this movie it's interesting that you took so much isolation talk from it talk uh (laughs) i have a way with words today uh it's interesting that you took so much like so many isolation themes away from it because i took a lot of like people change and people evolve over time and it's not always good it's not always bad it's always just like things like it's for me instead of an isolation theme i got a a change theme from it yeah um, yeah which is so it's like there's there's layers for sure oh layers on layers in this movie um and it's on hbo max right now so check it out yeah check it out yeah uh so that's my number six what is your number six so my number six um is not Banshees of Inishir, although it almost <laughs> was, which would have been a hilarious way to start this. I'm like, well, yeah. all right. There we go. Here we go. It's going to be the same <laughs> list down there. Uh, but mine is actually another Colin Farrell movie that I just recently talked on, tuned in about um, after yes. Yang. Yes. Absolutely incredible. I can't, I keep going back to that movie in yes. my head. Yeah. Like I keep, re- and it's like, I keep revisiting scenes from it, but like not even thinking about the scenes but thinking about like the emotion that came across from the scenes for sure you know not thinking about the cinematography or the performance or anything just like the general like vibe mm-hmm. and feel that came out of that movie yeah um and like i said in tune in a movie where not really a lot happens right but you're so pulled into it that you really just kind of get swept up in the experience um yeah and yeah i, I after yeah that's one of those ones i'm like so easily could have slipped away but i'm really glad i like kept it on my um to watch list and finally hit play on it absolutely and this is another like very quiet but Mm -hmm. just absolutely gorgeous movie um in every single way storytelling and obviously like technically it's it's amazing as well but it really is it's a movie that's like the stuff that isn't said is is the most powerful you know um and it's it's amazing, and I love the poster. I'm looking at it right now. It's like a perfect representation mm-hmm. of the movie. I'm like, this is just, ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good, and I'm glad that you watched it. And I hope a bunch of other people watched it too, because it's not. I think it just dropped on Showtime or something. Like it really didn't yeah. get a 
any kind of fanfare when it came out and well it's um, a showtime movie yeah yeah which is like <sighs> it's it's like it's it's a small little thing yeah yeah um, but came out in march um yep this was the one i said before the pod that oh it imdb says 2021 but i'm calling this 2022 for sure that's when everyone saw it yeah yeah um oh so good so good. so good. Two Colin Farrell movies for our two Colin Farrell up. movies almost made top five. Let's go. You're so this is we said we said on one one of these episodes like he's like a couple years away from like the really Oscar worthy. Mm-hmm. It's like yep you're you're right there, he's Colin. Just almost there. Yep. Uh, can't wait for 2023, Colin. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so do we want to loop around then to my number five? Let's do it. Let's do Snake. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we're going to snake and I still, I still don't, don't know the math. Know the math. That's um, good. It's a surprise every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one that I'm actually surprised uh, mm. made it into the top five. Ooh. Like when I watched it, I was like, yeah. Or when I, I'll say, not when I watched, but when I hit play on it, I was like, this will be fun. This will be like whatever. Yeah. Um, But like I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I keep wanting to say, and that's like 2022's. Like the theme. Like name of movie. Yeah. You know? No, no, oh, no. Like oh, that. Oh. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, 1995's Independence Day or like what? But yeah. they're all going to be 2022. Um, yeah. So I will contain myself. Yeah. Um, And after that insane. Lead up intro. Lead up. <laughs> intro, yeah. Um, My number five is uh, Dan Trachtenberg's Prey. Oh, yes. Hell yes. Um, I. I'm a fan of the Predator franchise yeah, to a degree. Um, you know, I, I don't revisit them often. I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them. <sighs> Who can really keep track at this Who point? Even, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, see I've definitely seen like the originals and things. <laughs> I have 100% seen that. Can't see um, I was hyped too- for that movie when that came out. It's but, so dark. Uh, <laughs> but I was really, really really pleasantly surprised about with this movie um i thought it was kind of gonna be kind of just like like the premise is almost absurd of like how could like a comanche warrior possibly stand up to the technology of predator right you know like he whooped arnold schwarzenegger's ass when (laughs) he was you know had a walking around 50 cal machine gun yeah yeah um but man it's like feasible it's so again kind of quiet and Mm -hmm. just like exists in its own world um i mean shout out amber mid thunder like yeah absolutely incredible like carries the movie um from the very first moments like yeah and it's really cool to see like you know like really really well done action like that you yeah. know, that's like feasible and like still works in the time period of the story that you're telling. Exactly. And honestly, the sequence where the, the predator is just tearing apart those like French guys, whatever they were yeah. in the forest is like top five best action sequences of the year. It literally yeah. had. The, and it sucks that this was a Hulu thing because I'm like, had I seen this in a theater yeah, I would have been. I was still losing my mind, but I would have been losing my shit during this scene. And, um, and like you said, it makes sense. Like having, a, like a lot of the technology that we take for granted now is just it makes us dumber. 
it's just it takes the place mm-hmm. of something that you could have done with your hands before and that's why this makes so much sense it's like these people were so resourceful and you yeah. could do they you literally live off the land with nothing and so of course they're going to be way better prepared to fight a predator than people with machine guns who've been dropped into like a village sure. somewhere in the jungle that never been there like of course this makes way yeah. more sense than people say it does so um it's great i love this movie yeah. Mid thunder dan trachtenberg is on a 100 percent hit rate on his directing it's credits true. just unreal unreal stuff <laughs> i i'm curious do you think there's room for like a, a direct sequel to that uh i mean yeah for sure whether or not they would do it is a yeah. different story but i mean this this people loved this i i didn't hear from anyone that watched it that was like oh that was okay yeah They're like that was great you know well and it's one of those it's like oh like here comes this franchise yeah. back again. I mean, I guess like Predators, the last one sure. was like only a couple years ago, but like, like was everyone bad. was like, okay, yeah, like we're just going to keep churning out these terrible things, but like here's something that's actually really engaging and really well done. And it's like, right. It's awesome. Might be the first good Predator movie to be on, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> it's just, uh, I mean, like <laughs> if you consider, if you consider, if you take out the fact that like the original Predator is like iconic, good because well because it's iconic, but also because it's kind of ridiculous in there. Yeah, there's like a level of camp built in. It's not like it's not a campy movie, but it there's like you have to buy into that camp to buy into it at all. For sure, uh, you don't have to do that with Prey. No, Prey is 100 percent feasible. Let's say for like the aliens coming from you know. Well, sure, but. Uh, it, like you, you don't have to extend your disbelief nearly as far as you do for any other Predator movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's other Predator movies that take place on other planets. Like, yeah. well, there's Predators, which or the Predator, one of yeah, them, whatever with Adrian the Brody. one with Adrian Brody. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not yeah. on Earth on that one. No, they get dropped yeah. onto a different planet. That yeah. movie, not not good, but like. Also, kind of good. I don't know. It's another story. <laughs> that's the pran- that's the Predator <laughs> franchise like thing, though. It's like is I don't know if this is good, right? Like, but um, but Prey is excellent. Yes, um, it really. I is. want so much more from Dan Trachtenberg. Like, yeah, stick to it, man. You're you're serving up aces. Yes, give this guy like more to chew on. Like for God's sake, I just yeah. Regardless. Give this guy Alien versus Predator. Yeah, give him yes. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's a good number five. Um, yeah. Damn. Let's bring it around to your number five. Let's do it. So my number five is yet another movie where I had an absolute blast in the theater. And this was one that I wasn't sure was going to actually make it. But I just it just the way that I was I, I've been thinking about it and the way that I've gone back to revisit parts of it and it still holds up. Uh, it's Zach Kreger's Barbarian. Um, which mm. I talked at length about on our tuned in episode. And um, and I've told as many people as possible to go and watch this movie because it just is that kind of horror movie um, that not only surprises you, but delivers in basically every way. Um, yeah. I had never heard of Zach Kreger. I don't think many people had before. He's directed some small things here and there, and he was an actor for a long time. And he did like the whitest kids, you know, the YouTube group. Yeah. And so he, this kind of came out of nowhere and the way people were describing it was just you have to go see it 
And that's the only way I can really describe this movie to other people is like, you just kind of have to go see it. I can't really describe it or else it ruins it for you. But that's what makes this movie so smart. And I'm almost glad that it didn't make like $300 million because I'm like, now people can discover this movie in five years, in 10 years and be like, oh my God, you've never seen Barbarian. Like you got to check this thing out. Um, Really good Georgina Campbell. I'd never really seen her before. She was immediately in the Scream Queen um, uh, like category. Really good, really funny uh, Justin Long. Really good Bill Skarsgård. I mean, it's a movie that there's only a couple people in it, but they all absolutely crush it. Um, the scares are genuinely scary. The setup and the premise is actually novel. It's something that I've never, I've seen. You You think you know what's going on, and then it just completely turns on its yeah. head every time you think about it. Um, smart writing, really, really crafty, and uh, honestly, pretty beautiful cinematography. The way that he uses um, like darkness and light to like hide things, and just not knowing where you are at all times. It is such a, it's a different kind of horror movie. But it feels like harkening back to like Sam Raimi stuff, where you get these really top notch practical monster effects really good ramped up suspension in like truly scary sequences where you don't know what's going to happen. And um, yeah, I don't know, man, I just was pleasantly surprised by this movie. And I think a lot of people were, and I just can't wait to see what the heck this guy does next, because this was so out of the blue. And, um, and I hope more people check it out. My roommate who literally hates horror movies was like, I, I had to check it. He watched it the other night. He's like, I had to check it. I had to check it out. And he was like, and I enjoyed it. It was definitely fucked up, but it was yeah. enjoyable. I've come very close to hitting play on this a couple of times. I think, I, like, I think it'll happen. I think it's like, I mean, you, you speak too, too highly of it, but yeah. Um, and it's not like, you're not going to go into this being like, Oh, that's the, you know, that's the next exorcist. It's like, it's not like that. It's sure. just a really fun, uh, genuinely unique horror movie. So, um, yeah, no. My number five is Zack Riker's Barbarian. I just had a awesome. ball in the theater with this one. So it's interesting. I would have. I mean, that was clearly going to be on your list. Mm-hmm. I would have thought it would have been higher. Mm. Well, once we once I start getting into it, yeah, we'll see, <laughs> you'll see why it didn't make the top four. Sure, but, sure. Um, all right. So I guess it's my four, right? That'll bring us to your four. Yeah. I can't believe this is on my list. Although yeah. I can. Because it's the movie of the fucking year. It's Top Gun Maverick is my number four. Um, this movie is as undeniable as it gets this year. Uh, saw it twice in theaters, and both times it blew me away with yeah, just the way that they were able to execute something that really should not work at all. This movie yeah. should have fallen flat and been stupid as hell. And for some reason... Just you're putting Cruz with Joseph Kaczynski together, and that seems like it shouldn't work because it hasn't before. And for some reason, I like I. There is it's so hard to pinpoint like why this movie worked, right? Because it almost doesn't. It almost does, and like it kind of. There's so many things it has kind of going against it, like. Mm My one of my early thoughts was like, but it's like, but Top Gun's so iconic and like classic and like, wow, you know, whereas this is like, so it's like, okay, we're getting like a Top Gun movie 20, 30 years later. Like, okay, John John Krasinski, I keep doing that. (laughs) Joseph Krasinski. Krasinski. Every time. It's okay. Uh, Like, 
not the greatest track record in terms of delivering good movies. I mean, say a really bad track record. Yeah, like Oblivion, like not really good, and Tron Legacy, I struggle with all the time, as I've said countless times. But like, right? Um, you know, and like, it's 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 I can't explain it. I can't. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Like, how did this movie? How did this movie? It, it's how did this movie indeed? And I mean, again, I explain this to people like this is a it's a theme park ride. Like you don't have to think too hard about it. Yeah. You don't have to care about this. The stakes are like, will Tom Cruise survive this? Like that is yeah. the stakes. You don't know who's attacking who, where they are, what's going on, like why anything is happening. But it doesn't matter because you're just there for them flying planes for real. Like that's what got me was watching the aerial footage and just being like even through the second time watching it i was like gripping my seat like i i know how this ends but when they're going up the final ascent and i'm like oh my god here we go and it just there are very few other movies this year that made me feel like that and that's something (laughs) and and the thing for me was it was very um like I kept going, okay, I like I know where this script's gonna right. like the, you weren't expecting from it. I was like, okay, like mm-hmm. it's gonna go and there's gonna be like a thing and like they're gonna blah 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 blah. Like you feel like you know where the script's going. Right. And then it like kinda goes there, but like not really, and then it keeps going a lot farther than you right. think it's going to, and you're like, Oh, oh wow, oh, oh, oh. like a whole nother level right. going on here. Yeah. Um yeah, that's a great pick. That's- it's just it's just fun. I think that's the big thing with a, a year where Marvel and DC like just basically shit the bed. Like we needed, mm-hmm. and those are what we came to know as blockbusters. It's like, no, this is how you make a fun blockbuster that yeah. doesn't require too much homework. You don't even have to watch Top Gun one to really care that's about true. this movie. Um, and I just had such a such a good time watching it. So yeah, my number four is Top Gun Maverick, the movie that should not even exist. Um, That's true. It <laughs> definitely shouldn't work. So uh, I, I struggled. Top, Top Gun, not on my list. Mm. I was wondering I about ha- that one with you. I had a hard time, I like because I do love that movie, and I have a hard time because I'm like, I feel like it should be. Well. Like, if you talked, if, like, you know, if we get to, like, July of next year or whatever, and you're like, what big movies do you remember from oh, yeah. 2022? <laughs> I'm going to be like, well... What like Top well, I don't want to like give away. Well, my sure, list, sure, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But Top Gun but would like, be uh, like Top Gun would be on that list, and <laughs> I was just kind of like, I mean, I love that movie, but yeah. it didn't. It didn't. Would it have been on would, your ten? Would also have been in the ten. Okay, yeah. okay. There you I go. don't know if I said this on the pod or before the pod, but like my one through five is like pretty locked in. My six through ten is just chaos. Chaos. <laughs> You know, my six through ten is like seven or eight movies that are, right. you know, <laughs> all tied for seventh. Like right. it's chaos. <laughs> uh, well, Top Gun's in that category, so that's okay. Yes. Um. So that's my number four. Is it? No, it's you now. What's your number four? So that brings us to my number four. Yes. Um. So this is gonna be, this is gonna be controversial. Uh, oh, is it Lightyear? <laughs> <laughs> No, my, uh, it's, uh, oh, well, I, I had this joke like prepped and ready earlier and I had a really good one picked up and now I'm talking about it. I was like, oh, shit. Um, what was I going to say? 
don't know. Morbius? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot that can slide in there. Yeah, Morbius. Bullet train, yeah. Bullet train, yeah. Blonde? Oh, my God. That blonde. <laughs> I think blonde was what I was thinking. But anyway. That's a good one. Uh, so my number four is Nope. Yes. Way lower than I expected it to be. Mm. When I when I initially like started making this, I was like, okay, it's Nope. It's fucking Jordan Peele's incredible yeah. fucking alien movie. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I, I wouldn't be like, this is going to be like number one. There's right. Like, and not easily top three, whatever. And here it sits at number four. And I'm like, there you go. All right. Um, this movie is incredible. I think, honestly, it get not got knocked a little bit because it's more of a horror kind of movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, and that gets away from me a little bit. But yeah. this movie is incredible. I mean, we've talked so like good. at length about Nope yes. in the past. Um, Multiple episodes of Tuned In. <laughs> yeah. Performances, incredible. Like cinematography incredible storytelling just like next level like yeah i firmly believe i could watch that movie five or six times and pull something new every time easily um without even like looking for it you know easily yeah um i don't i, I like i don't know how, how to go further into if you haven't seen nope like you have to see nope just go watch it like if we were to make a top five list of like movies from 2022 that you gotta see yeah you know, Nope is is it's way up there, way up there. So it's Top Gun, I suppose. But. Sure, sure. Um, but Nope is one that you kind of have to see to believe. Where you're just yeah. like, oh, it's Jordan Peele's making a movie, and even if you've seen all the trailers and heard people talk about it, like you don't really know what it's like until you watch yeah. it. And the story structure is super strange, and the, it's, it's it's. I will a say, Jordan I feel Peele like movie. I feel like Nope of all of the ones i have here is the most like pulls you into its atmosphere yeah. like its world and holds you there like you never get away from like the feeling that you're in the nope like world for sure um, yeah whereas like others like you, you know you get distracted by different things or like you appreciate different things whereas like nope yeah. is like i'm taking you into this world and you are gonna sit here yes until I say you can not be in this world anymore. Yes, doesn't matter what where they're at. In they're in the department store. They're in the. They're eating burger. Like yep. it's all the same. You're there. And yeah, yep. oh, man. In the behind the scenes, watch the freaking behind the scenes. I watched him create this. The like the. It's like this conveyor belt system where, like this sequence where people are getting sucked up into. I'm not going to say it, but they're getting sucked mm -hmm. up after the Stephen Yun thing. And yeah. the way that they created that shot, oh my, just look it up. It's absolutely unreal. Nice. That's a real filmmaker right there. Like, <laughs> so. Wow. Good choice. Nope. Love it. Absolutely love this movie. That All was your right. number four? That was my number four. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, we're clipping right along here. I'm kind of proud of us. Yeah. Like, should we bullshit for like 15 minutes about something? I don't know. <laughs> we could do that at the um, end. <laughs> yeah, sure. There we go. Um, so that's going to pull us up to my number three then? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is the other one that's like kind of controversial and Ooh. I thought would be higher. But um, my number three is Everything Everywhere. Dude, there All you go. All at once. Yes. I feel like I got to say the full name. Sure. Uh, <laughs> this movie, I can't, I can't get over this movie. Yeah. Um, And it's been a long time since I've watched it at this point. Yeah. Like Everything Everywhere was what, like April, I want to say? It April was early in the gear. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and so I was worried, like breaking down my list. I'm like, am I more connected to these other movies because I've watched them more recently? Mm. Um, you know, and like that, that's not really, a spo- yeah, no, that's not a spoiler. Cause it doesn't <laughs> fit with anything else in it that's left in my list, but like, you know, yeah. compared to like, um, well, I guess After Yang would be the most recent one I've watched. I was like mm. toying with After Yang versus uh, Everything Everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. e- like, am I discounting Everything Everywhere because I saw it a long time ago? And I don't yeah. think I am. And it, you know, like I. It, yeah. The movie's incredible. The storytelling is incredible. Yeah. I. You never really get a good footing, I feel like, in that movie. Yeah. Um, which is part of its appeal of just like. You know, it's that that vibe of where you trip and like there's that few seconds before you recatch your balance. A hundred percent. Um, and after a certain point in that movie, you're just in that mentality the whole time. Yeah. Um, until you <laughs> land on your ass, you know, two hours later. Um That's a yeah, agreed. Which is, you know, one of the things like that kind of like emotional response is one of the things that I tend to carry with me from movies the most. Um, I I've talked about it a long time ago on this pod, but I have a similar kind of feeling from watching the movie Argo Ah, uh, with um, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's movie from like probably a decade ago. At this yeah, point. yeah. But like <laughs> I remember very specifically, there's a, a moment towards the end of that film where something happens mm-hmm. and my whole body just went, yes and i didn't even realize that i was that tense (laughs) yeah um and like everything everywhere is that same kind of thing of like you just kind of build up this like it's not an anxiety it's not a stress it's just like this anticipation and like intensity that just like builds up in you as you go through this movie and it's amazing it is it is i mean and it does so much with i mean it does so much with a lot but it it you know the storytelling is so rich that there's yeah. so many layers and every single character gets their moment to be like, mm-hmm. this is my plight and this is what's going on with me. And um, even all the way to Jamie Lee Curtis's character, like you get a sense of everybody there, even though it feels so jam packed, you still understand everyone's character and what they need yeah. from this and what they're going through. And even characters um, like Jobu Tupaki, who's like 12 different characters in this, like yeah. you get, all of them and it's just the storytelling is unreal in this and and the fact that it actually works and it's cohesive like these things can fly off the handle immediately like the multiversal story and the fact that the daniels were able to wrap it up and make it feel not make it feel cohesive but make it cohesive and like coherent is yeah just next level and the performance is like come on (laughs) it's so it would be it would be so easy to push this movie like off the cliff yeah like to just push it that little bit too far that everyone goes like wait yeah what uh what i don't you know and right. there's like parts where the characters are rocks and like yeah. that's still somehow not off the deep end right with the way it's being told it's it's incredible it's again one of the big movies that came out of 2022 i think yeah um, and a sleep that'll like yeah that'll be part of the zeitgeist for a while for sure there's a lot of them from this year, which I think is an important thing to to make yeah. note of. Like when you think about 2022, you're going to be like, whoa, okay. There's like 12 movies I can think of that came yeah. out this year that were all heaters and did something new and unique. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's a great one. Everything, everything. I, I will want to, well, uh, no, I do. I want to, when we, when we wrap everything up, I feel like we should do like a little debrief because there's a couple things that I'm like, we should talk about with what happened in 2022. Sure. <laughs> okay. Doesn't have to be intense or anything, but yeah. you know, if you don't have any notes by the end, like you're fired off the podcast <laughs> because yes. I have any cap- capability to fire anybody. <laughs> sure. Uh, podcast we created together. <laughs> looking at you, Dave. Um <laughs> Should we just create a third person named Dave? Who yes. Like, we'll just yell at audio him. He's our producer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yell at Dave. <laughs> oh, man. Dave, whose favorite movie is... Um, what's Dave's favorite movie? Air Bud? Nah. Well, that could be in his top five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. God damn it, Dave. Okay. I have like four friends named Dave oh. who are going like, to be like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Anyway. Anyhow. So that was Now your... that we've done that 15 minutes that I was talking about. Yeah, earlier. on Dave. Um, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, our audio engineer. Um, that was... So that brings us to your number three. My number three. Okay. We're getting down to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number three is a movie you have not seen yet, as you mentioned at the beginning. Oh, um, it is... Todd Field's Tar, starring Kate mm. Blanchett. Uh, in our tuned in episode, I mentioned that I thought this movie was a masterpiece and it didn't, it hasn't kind of gone down in my esteem uh, or in my estimation, I should say. Uh, this movie is one of the most like immersive experiences I had this year. And we're talking about, you know, highly immersive yeah. movies so far. <laughs> I mean, we just went on a tirade about everything everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, but this one did something different and the way that it was crafted, the way that it holds such a, or it has like a stranglehold on culture at this very moment. Like I would like to see how this movie fares in 10 years, in 20 years, mm-hmm. like to see what, if this is going to be a relic. I hope it is a relic to be honest, the way that things are going. Sure. Um, but man, this is like Kate Blanchett. If, if Michelle Yeoh doesn't win, obviously I believe Kate Blanchett should take the Oscar. Sure. This is a true, like master performance. This is somebody who just understands this character to a level that is almost a little bit scary um, Mm -hmm. with a story that is compelling, but it feels like you're reading, not reading an article, but it feels like you're watching a true biopic about someone's kind of chaotic unwinding of their own life and career in a way that's not hitting you over the head with anything. Like these movies can be, can feel like someone's scolding you about like, this is what not to do. This is cancel culture. You got to, but it didn't Mm -hmm. feel, it just felt like these are the facts. These are, this is the story. This is what's happening. And this is this, this woman's like real time uh, experience going through this. And I just thought it was absolutely amazing. And um, yeah, it's a movie that like is weirdly really funny also. Although I think depending on what side of the fence you're on, you (laughs) might not find it funny. I definitely thought it was funny. Um, and it's another one that makes you think long and hard about your own ideologies because it's yeah. one that's going to test people like hardcore. There's a couple movies this year, this Armageddon time. There's movies that I think are going to really challenge people. And, yeah. and I think that's a good thing, obviously. But um, man, I can't wait till you see Tar. It, it is just yeah. like, and you don't have to see it in the theater, but. Sure. Oh. I'm actually, I'm really excited because uh, my wife, Jess, is actually really excited to watch oh, this too nice um which is why i haven't seen it yet because she yeah. kind of is like let's find a time to watch it and it's, yeah 
a weird thing to be like, hey, it's like t- a couple days before Christmas. Do you want to watch, watch Tar? Tar? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I will say it's like having not seen this movie, but like everything I've been hearing, it's so satisfying to hear that Kate Blanchett is going full force again. Yes. Because I remember her earlier, earlier, I guess, movies that she's just like a tour to, I mean, I'm talking back like the Elizabeths, mm-hmm. you know, um, where it's just like, here's her just being a tour de force in her own right. Yes. You know? Um, and I feel like we, I feel like we haven't seen that from her in a little bit. Yes. I mean, like scrolling back through her last handful of movies. I mean, we're looking at things like don't look up mm-hmm. nightmare alley, like, you know, well, she's like a get, little player in those. Like, yeah. And like getting back to where, like, you know, doing a lot of voice work with like how to train your dragon or, uh, you know, I mean, getting back to like Oceans 8 and Thor Ragnarok, it's like, yeah, her performance as Hela in Thor Ragnarok, because everything comes back to the MCU. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, is like good, but like, I remember being the whole time, I'm like, this is, this is Kate Blanchett giving like 40% of her like full yeah. force, and it's like fucking like it's a crazy. wall coming at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's so exciting to be like, yeah, this is one of the like strong and it's weird. I don't know what the word is because I want to say one of the strongest actors of our generation, but like strong yeah. isn't the word. It's just like just it's just like a wall of ability like coming at you. Yeah. Constantly. And it's incredible. Yeah. Yes. But in a different way than someone like Daniel Day Lewis, where like Yeah. She f- I I can see her having fun with this mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think Daniel Day Lewis would have fun with something like this. Obviously, he's or one Meryl of the best. Streep, like exactly. You know, Meryl Streep is an undeniably incredible actor, but it's like there's not that power and force beneath right Meryl Streep's performances, which is not to say that there can't be, but like right, it's almost ingrained in Kate Blanchett's ability of yes. like there's a power just at the core of it that I, she, it's I, it's so good when she like delivers on that. Yeah. And this is truly one of those performances where you just like staring in awe and it is a very talky movie, obviously. And it just, she crushes it. Like, the, like I said, in tuned in, like there was entire scenes that take place in like a single shot. That's not moving. It's like on a stage and she's yeah. being interviewed and she's just, you know, someone's asking her a question about, Mauler or whatever and she just goes off for 10 minutes on why like it's just it's something it's really really something and I can't wait to see what you and Jess think about it because man I was so impressed and it's hard to be like Kate Blanchett always impresses me and then when you see something like this you're like oh wait a minute hold on yeah those were impressive she has a she has a higher (laughs) another level this is a register that I I had not realized so register is a good good term for it and i had to use it because you know music all of that stuff. yeah so, there you go um so yeah uh my number three is tar um don't know when this is coming to vod i think you can rent it right now but i really do it's a long one it's definitely slow but it feels like you're getting punched in the gut like it's like really it's moving so um 
Yeah, man, that's my number three. Um, that's that's a great one. I'm dying to watch. I know. Movie. I can't wait till you see it. Uh, oh, so is oh man. Okay, my number two. Yeah, we're coming up to your number two. Yeah. Holy crap! All right, this is we're tough. We're right along. I know this was a tough one for me because um, this was my number one for a very long time. Since when I saw this movie, I was like, "This will be my number one movie of the year." And just this past week, I think I moved it off because I had to. Ooh. I had to do some critical thinking and be like, "Why is this my number one?" And one just just barely tantalizing, dear listener. Did did he move it down because he saw something new, or because he <laughs> reconsidered something he'd already seen? You'll have to wait. You got to wait. Tune in 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 ten minutes. Yeah. Six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my number two movie of the year is Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, which we've already talked about. Awesome. Um, yeah. But I mean, this gave us a lot to chew on, and it also gave I think Ameri- American audiences in 2022 bringing Michelle Yeoh back into the into yeah. the American um, conscious because she's been around, but like I heard an interview Forever, with yeah. her. Yeah, and she was just like, obviously there's not that many parts for Asian women, especially as they get older in Hollywood. And so it was really nice for her to be able to get on something that wasn't just like your standard performance or standard um, role for this type of person. And um, we also got Kiwi Kwan back again for the, for the first time in like forty years. Yeah, um, you know I mentioned Stephanie Sue. I really Stephanie hope he Su. gets a, a at least a best supporting actor yeah. nomination for that. He better, dude. Because that's so... such a good, at least such a good role, but like such a like yeah, feels story. Good. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. And and that's something like this movie is like this is your acting reel for any of these people. Like each one yeah. of them had to do Hands between down. three and 10 different performances that were wildly different and, um, and really showed the range of all of these people. Uh, like I said, the writing is amazing. It had probably the best VFX I saw all year aside from avatar. Um, the editing is top notch. Like this movie just did what a lot of bigger budget movies could never do, which is, yeah, have a story that actually has heart it actually has depth that actually makes you think about yourself in the world but it's also a really fun time that makes you just sit there and laugh and just enjoy yeah. yourself and that's not easy and that's something that i think blockbusters have been struggling with a lot over the last decade and then here we go the daniel's a24 and lo and behold the russos produced it so it's like there's something yeah. here and um and i've been a fan of the daniels for a little bit now but now i'm like they're going to get the keys to the castle after this to just Mm -hmm. like do your thing. And I'm hoping that they just kind of go, well, we're going to use our indie filmmaker sensibilities to just keep doing this type of thing. Yeah. And, and not let anything else kind of invade and be like, Oh, here's a hundred million dollars. Make something crazy. Like I feel like them like Jordan will be like, well, let me, let me take what I need and then we'll make something cool out of it. So yeah, their, their follow-up will be very interesting to see because there's so many directions that it could, happen right now exactly um yeah so yeah i we don't need to talk anymore about everything everywhere all it's wild it's a uh, rolling back <laughs> through uh michelle yo's imdb it's insane because there's like there's it, like there's so much i mean there's like crouching tiger hidden dragon obviously sure. you know um but like you know a couple of years before that she was in a james bond movie yep you know like yep. you get back to like memoirs of a geisha sunshine yeah like true legend and then like you know she was in guardians too and crazy mm-hmm. rich asians yeah and boss level and all this different gunpowder milkshake like it's all yeah. this stuff she's just like 
it's so good to see her like actually getting recommendation recommendation uh recognition for the like powerhouse that she actually is exactly exactly there's there's so much that this movie did far past the storytelling that was just really important so um i'm glad it made of course it was gonna make both of her top fives what am i yeah. saying but uh yeah um but yeah so my number two everything everywhere you'd be you'd be hard pressed i think to for anyone to make a top five and not <laughs> and not have this I, even if you're like yeah top five is like you know, uh, Doctor Strange and uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, right. and like, like it's even that. You're, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, man. Okay. So that's your number two. That brings us to my number two. Yes. I have no idea where these are going. I have no idea where your list is going. I cannot believe that this this is the one that I'm like. This is my number two movie of all <laughs> oh of the God. year. Um, but like I, and I kept staring at it. I'm like, really though? Like, because my number three was everything everywhere. Yep. So I kept staring at this one and then everything everywhere. And I'm like, do I really like this movie better than (laughs) everything everywhere all at once? Yeah. And I really do. And it's a super tiny movie, uh, called good luck to you. Leo grand. I figured this would have been on your list. I can't, I, I haven't seen this yet. I don't know what it is. And it's very bizarre. I I messaged you earlier. I was like, did we do a top five from last year? Mm -hmm. Which we didn't. Somehow. Um, Somehow. Yeah. But like looking at my top five list, it it kind of made me think that my taste in music, in music, that my taste in movies is not what I tell myself it is. Ah, because this is a very small movie. Yeah. I would say 90% of it is two actors in a hotel room. Yeah. Um, but both characters in this are so incredibly fully realized. Yeah. The conflict is so subtle, but so intense. And like, it's just about these two people in this moment. and how their lives have brought them to this moment mm-hmm. and what they're going to do in this moment. Right. And it's, I mean, it's one of the most like sex positive movies I've ever seen. Like it, it handles, I mean, I, I, for those who haven't heard about it, um, yeah. <laughs> it's Emma Thompson and Daryl McCormick. Emma Thompson plays a retired school teacher whose husband has just died and she hires, uh, a male escort uh, to have sex yeah, because she's never explored her sexuality in any capacity. And like now she feels like she can't because her husband has died. Right. Um, It's so sex positive. It has such a strong like opinion of not only like what it means to be like to understand your sexuality, but also like, what it means to be like a sex worker and all this kind of stuff. And like, I, I think about this movie all of the time because it's so honest. And so like, yeah, just, just, oh, it's so good. And it's, yeah. Emma Thompson is amazing. at it. There's been no conversation about any kind of award for her. No. With this, which like, it is a very small movie. I wouldn't expect it to be in the same conversation with like, banshees or tar or something like that but she is so good in this movie and this movie deserves like 
recognition and like deserves to be seen is what i'll say yeah um, yeah shout out sophie hyde who directed it um just so good and i think um she was nominated for for a golden globe for this performance in, uh emma emma thompson i believe so oh well clearly i'm not paying attention then. <laughs> Yes, because I asked you, I was like, yeah, you're right. she yep. dessert? And you were like, yes, hands down. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, now, well, when it comes to the Oscars, it's a whole different kind of thing. But um, Sure. But I... I got to check this out, man. I Easy. 130... I, I did this last week. It's an hour and 37... Seven minutes. <laughs> That's the golden It's less number. than half the length of Tar. <laughs> you can watch this twice. Before yeah. you watch Tar once, <laughs> it's true. Oh, uh, that's fantastic! Um, so that's my number two. Wow, well, so at that point, out. at 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 this level, we have reached the point where I want to do our uh, non twenty twenty two. Yes, we'll say recommendation. I guess for lack yeah. of a better term, yeah. um, this is the best movie or your favorite movie, however we're qualifying it. Yeah. Uh, of that you watched this year not released in 2022 yes yeah so which i mean arguably is probably like most of the movies you watched this year were not sure yeah you know um <laughs> yeah. i think i watched 60 movies from 2022 mm -hmm. out of 210 yeah so yeah you um, do the math yeah <laughs> yeah uh I feel like we're kind of taking a break here. Do you want me to go on this one or do you want to go first? Um, what did we just do? So we did your two. We just did my two. So like if we didn't oh, we have this, it would go my two and then my one. And then we go to your one because we've done your two, right? We did my your two, two was, was everything, everything everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Oh, um, well, let's have you do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's have you do it. Then I'll do it. And then we'll just go back to number ones. Unless you want me to go, I can go. No, so I pause because I have two movies written down on this piece of paper in front of me. <laughs> and you got to choose. That I have gone back and forth on a thousand times. Yeah. Um, so in the moment, mm. I'm going to choose not the one I thought I would, so I'm going to bring oh, it up okay. Um, I'm going to choose a movie from 2001. No, no, false. 2021. Oh, I was like, 2001? <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've never seen before. That I've seen a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, a movie from 2021 mm -hmm. uh, called Boiling Point. Ah, I remember. Do you remember this movie? I remember you mentioning this to me. Yeah. So this movie. Um, That's right. Yeah. Is about a night in a restaurant. It is in classic Willis style, uh, an hour and 32 minutes long. <laughs> and it is one continuous shot. Yes. And it is absolutely incredible mm -hmm. because not only like is it one shot and you don't like after a little while you lose track of the fact that you're still watching one shot. Yeah. Like it's not a film that's been made to showcase this technical achievement. It's like Birdman. 
Yeah, yeah. It's not like Birdman where it's like, yep, here it is. Look, the shot's shot. still going, still going, <laughs> still going. Yeah. This movie so brilliantly captures what it's like to be like in a restaurant and to work in a restaurant. Yeah. Having I I qualifier, I worked in a restaurant for like a month and a half. So like it's I have a very, you know, limited still. But yeah. <laughs> I like check the box, but like not really. Yeah. Um this pulls you so so deep into this restaurant and gives you like legitimate atmosphere mm. and character development for every person in the building. Yeah. Um and it and it like it does it in one shot. It's like this brilliant this movie would be brilliant if it wasn't one shot. Right. But the fact you know that what I mean? It is. But it is one shot which just makes it like all the more incredible. Yeah. Um so shout out uh Philip Bart Barantini Italian I think. Looks like it. um Barantini uh just like incredible. You know, mostly uh, mostly an actor but um but yeah. But now I mean, he's a director. Was, yeah, now he's well it's an, it's an expansion on a short that he did. Yeah. Um, which like just the balls to be like, Hey, I had this one shot short that we're going to make into a one shot feature. Um, and he fucking did it and he fucking did it. And it's great. <laughs> um, we, I was talking earlier about like everything everywhere and Argo and like how it's like, you get to the end and you're like, similar Same, kind of thing where yeah. it's like, okay. Oh, like oh. It, you almost, you feel like you're standing in this room yeah. after a little while. Um, that's because you have a perspective that's moving around the room. It's wild. Right. Which is, I think this is the perfect kind of concept for that. Cause you know, yeah. One oneers is it's a gimmick at this point and doing a whole movie in one take is like, Oh, well you've made the conscious choice to do that. Sure. This is one of the few kind of instances where I'm like, well, that makes sense to do this entire thing in one shot to get a yeah. sense of the chaos. And it's like real time. I I mean, I assume it takes place generally in real time. Um, yeah, almost. Yeah, actually yeah. in real time. I don't think there's any time jumps or whatever. I think yeah. it takes place over ninety minutes in a <sighs> in a restaurant. That's yeah. fantastic. That's I really have to. I added this back to my list again. I yeah. So it shows up on top because <laughs> I need to see this movie. Yeah, um, so good, so good. I will shout out the other one that I was toying with was Minamata. Uh, yes. The Johnny Depp uh, photographer yes. movie. Uh, I will carry that movie with me forever. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that might be one of my favorite movies of all time, but like it's I crazy boiling point is something special and deserves like a shout out. Damn. And I heard so, nothing about this movie last year. It just, yeah, I, I heard a couple people say something about it, but like in kind of like it happened. Like the people I heard it from were not film people. Oh, they're like, oh, cool, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, about being in a restaurant, yeah, like, okay. and you know, I think it's like a lot of long takes or whatever. Like, yeah, not really a full sure. And then like I looked it up and I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is enticing. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's a good one. I so, have to, I have to check that out. It's really piquing my interest at this point. Um. Yeah, it's got a 4.0 average. That's crazy on Letterboxd. Um, yeah. Jeez. Huh. All right. Um, well, my runner-up here, or not runner-up, but my movie not from 2022 that I really enjoyed, I guess that's how we're going to say yeah. it, <laughs> um, is a movie from 2020. This is this was hard as well, because there was so many. Again, we watched so yeah. many. But this one is a movie that really 
has stayed with me since I watched it, which has only probably been a couple months at this point, um, but is never, rarely, sometimes, always, the Eliza Hitman film from 2020, um, that just like slapped me across the face when I saw it mm. in a really profound way that kind of, like there are movies that I enjoy, but then there are movies that like unlock something for me that I didn't yeah. truly understand and this is one of those movies. Um, if you don't know, this movie follows uh, not. It's almost in real time, although it, it takes place over the course of like two or three days. But this young girl who becomes pregnant and has to deal with the ramifications of what's going on and having to make the decision for of what to do in 2020. Like it's a very contemporary movie, and sure. um, it's a film that, like it highlights the hardships of what she has to go through through the lens of someone who realistically could be 17 or 16. Like the way she acts, uh, she being Sydney Flanagan as the, as the protagonist here, the way she acts and the way that she's like kind, she, she like, I don't even know how to describe it, but she's closed off like a teenager would be about these mm. types of conversations. And especially like, you know, abortion and adoption, like there's a lot of things that are still deemed to be taboo in certain circles. And sure. uh, and having to just see this person navigate the real world and have to make very adult decisions about something that she clearly doesn't want to make a decision about and wants it to just go away. Because guess what? You're 16 years old. You got your whole yeah. life ahead of you. Like you want to just make this situation go away. And everyone's asking her questions and all the the specialists and therapists that she has to go see and you can see it's there's so much said without her saying anything in her face that just like broke me like there were moments where i was mm. just like holy shit like this performance like there are total unbroken shots which is not gimmicky it's literally like there's a purpose for this because you get to see in real time over five minutes her expression and demeanor change drastically over just yes or no questions. And it's just yeah. like, it is a punch in the gut. And then it just ends. It's like one of those movies that's, this is how life is. It yeah. ends and you have to push forward and you have to keep going and you just, that's it. This is a moment in time. And now you've got the next 80 years of your life to deal with. And um, yeah. it's an important movie. And it's just one that I think is just really, really like high tier everything performance writing like direction it's it's a movie that's like like subtle but in a mm -hmm. way that feels real like realistic and yeah. that's not easy to do especially with really young actors and trying to portray realism it's not mm -hmm. i think people think it's easier to portray real life on film than it is it's like it's you watch a movie none of no banshee's even a sheer and nobody's like that like that's not yeah. real this yeah. is real. I've seen people. It's all telling a story that's like slightly exaggerated or slightly elevated. Whereas, yeah, I get what you're saying. Right. Yep. Whereas this is not. This is real life. And um, and obviously as a guy, it's a lot of things I didn't understand and didn't know and would never have thought of. So it's a really sure. um, eye-opening, important, and just a really beautiful and painful movie. But it's I think everybody should check this out. It's really, really strong. Um. So yeah, my favorite movie, not from 2022, was Never Rarely, Sometimes, Always. So yeah, man. All right. 
So now here we go. See, this is good. Now there's been like a little bit of a break. So we're down to the number ones. Yes. The Top ones. movies of 2022 from Josh and Willis. Yes. This I is, feel like I can guess yours. I'm pretty sure you can. But I've, maybe not. I have no idea where yours is going. Um, Should I go then? Or do you want to? Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. I feel like I feel like it's technically like I feel like I'm like snaking the the top spot from you of like oh yeah no we'll do a split and then you know oh yeah <laughs> and then you can, you can go, go. because <laughs> like I, yeah no but like, I'm, do, yeah whatever you want to do man I'm cool with that because there's no prize for being on the top yet. no it doesn't matter and <laughs> honestly <laughs> we've <laughs> but you win um but no I mean we've talked about this movie already my number one movie of the year is nope I yeah. saw this movie three times and yeah. that's part of the reason why I was like this has to be my number one because I want to watch it again tonight. Like it's that movie where yeah. um, it just hits you in a way that no other movie this year struck me. Like it yeah. mixed things in such a specific manner that almost, again, it's like Top Gun where like things shouldn't work and they do. And it solidified Jordan Peele as like one of my favorite filmmakers, not just working right now, but like ever. The way ever. that he just says F you to everyone and being like, I'm going to make a Jordan Peele movie that's yeah. weird and totally off balance. And the storytelling is weird and non chronological and non linear. And the way, like, all his, the themes that he's building in, like, baking into this story that goes so much further than just extraterrestrials and cameras it's like no this is about yeah. the film industry and this is about the people who aren't appreciated in the film industry but it's also about what the film industry does to people and what hollywood does to people and how it can warp young actors and how like you know people are constantly only thinking about spectacle and what's the next thing that can make me money which yeah. is what tiktok is right now and youtube and twitch it's like what can we get on film that's going to make us money or make us famous, or it's such a smart, like, it's just such a smart movie that I think a lot of people walked away from being like, what the hell was that? But it yeah. does take two, three watches to be like, oh, I get the Gordy stuff. I get mm -hmm. the Jean Jacket symbolism. I understand all the Western stuff he's doing in here, and the fact that he's clearly hearkening back to some Spielberg stuff, but also just like, truly horror like there are yeah two sequences in this movie that are way scarier than anything in barbarian like way scarier um like the the gordy sequence like i just interesting that will yeah. be forever in my mind the sound design in this movie like yeah oh my god um and not to mention like the cinematography hoyte van hoytema i mean they invented methods to shoot night for night like it's just yeah it's unbelievable. And of course, like Daniel Kaluuya, like Jordan Peele gets like maybe the best performances out of these actors. I love yeah. Daniel Kaluuya, but him in Get Out and then him in this, I'm like, this is a it's top rate, yeah. top tier actor we're working with. Yeah. Here. And it's top tier being utilized by a person who can utilize them to their fullest potential. Exactly. You know, like you can pair great actors and great directors together. I feel like you can say like Brad Pitt Tarantino is kind of false if like great director, yeah. great actor. Like he's does great performance in Tarantino movies, yeah. but like it's not it's not that same top tier kind of thing as like with Christoph Waltz in a Tarantino movie. 
that's a perfect yeah. comparison. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is the movie that I couldn't stop thinking about all year. Mm-hmm. Saw it twice in IMAX, once at my house, and probably another time before the year. I can't, I can't. I got too much to watch. I can't watch Nope a third, fourth time. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I this movie it made could me, be your first movie of 2023. That's how I'm gonna do it. There you New go. Year's Day, starting off with a bang. Rock and roll. Um, 12.01. Yeah. Hit the button. <laughs> nope. Uh, but I'm yeah. I'm sure there's a, like, if you start this movie at 11, you know. Yeah, Jean Jacket. 27, like. it'll happen at the same, at the <laughs> yeah. exact moment that, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like t- tons of movies this year, I, I, I've never seen anything like I saw on the screen when I was watching Nope. Like, it's... Unlike any other sci-fi movie, unlike any other horror movie, unlike any other yeah. Western, it's just, it's a, it's a Jordan Peele movie. So I can't wait to see what he does next. And um, I love, I, from the bottom of my heart, absolutely love this movie. So that is my number is one. just <laughs> full on, incre- just full on incredible. Just a, just um, another, another world. I'm like embarrassed almost that it's my number four. No, if it's in your top five. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not actually embarrassed, yeah, but, but like, <laughs> I'm like, like, given the impact that it's had, I'm like, how does this only a number four on my list? <laughs> it's a, it's my own brain is a puzzle to me. I got um, you. I got you. Um, but yeah, so nope is my number one movie of the year. Um, that brings us to I, you. Yeah, I, we we were saying at the top we were like, oh, could we? I don't know if we did this on or off pod, but. Uh, I don't know. Could we guess guess each other's top five? And I feel like I would have nailed that Nope was your your top movie of the year. I feel like I I, I knew Nope <laughs> and everything everywhere yeah. would be on there. And like beyond that, I don't know that I would have yeah. I would have placed anything. Right. Um, but I don't know where you I didn't once you say it, it'll be obvious probably, but I don't know where yours is going here. So as so often happens with this, the way I do this, um, I tend to be like, all right, here's my top eight or 10 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, do I like this movie better than this movie? Yeah. Okay. Do I like this movie better than this movie? Do I like that movie better than this movie? Do I like that movie better than this movie? And like, it kind of like filters and like kind of arranges it. And this is one that like I knew would be in my top five. um, But I didn't, I don't think I would have 100% placed that it would have landed at the top. Mm. But when I compare it, when I compare it to, Good luck, Leo Grand, or everything everywhere, or Nope, or uh, Prey. I like I love this movie way more than any of those, hmm. uh, and that is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. You know what? I I yes, I could have yeah yeah, yeah. It, like it's <laughs> I, I've talked enough about how how much I love this that it's like uh, this movie blew me away. <laughs> Because I went in expecting, like, this is going to be cute. This is going to be, like, endearing. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's going to be, like, it's a fun kind of concept of filmmaking. Because it's, like, found footage almost. But, like, it's not found. It's just, like, a guy shooting footage. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, I have never been so connected to, like. A shell? A shell. Like, <laughs> a fictional animated character. You know, that's just like, and like, I was expecting, I, I you haven't seen this yet, right? I have not seen this yet. No. Okay. So I was expecting a level of like, okay, it's going to be cute. It's going to be like endearing, but there's like a, a point at it where like, it turns into like, this is not just like, a, I'm a little shell running around. Yeah. yeah. Ha, ha. Like there's like an actual depth to the character. Right. 
which kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. And really pulled me way deeper into it because like there's a point where Marcel starts arguing with somebody and you're like, wait, Shell's not supposed to be mad about stuff. It's a shell. <laughs> it's a shell. <laughs> um, and I mean, Jenny Slate's incredible at it and like I- incredible in it. And it's such a small story. And this is the kind of thing that like I was saying earlier, I feel like looking at this kind of changed my perspective of like what I like in movies. Ah, yeah. Like all of my films that are in my top five are very, very like small character driven pieces. Yeah. Like Marcel is all about his relationship with his grandmother and his quest to find his family. Yeah. You know, like, Good luck to you, Leo Grand is about these two characters and their relationship for each other mm-hmm. and and or their relationship to each other and like what that means to each other. Like this is my thing. It's like just these small little things yeah. that I, I just like connect with on such a fundamental level that I, I just like obsess about. Um Yeah. And not to mention the fact that, like, the animation in Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah. And I can't believe that it's, like, another film that was made from a short. But, like, it's just, like, yeah, dude. in a house. It's just, like, animation. It's, like, there's no extravagance to it. Right. It's just claymation in a house, you know, and just, like, pure creativity of, like, what you can do just on your own. It's, I think I haven't seen it, but it feels like there's beauty in just the simplicity of it. And the fact that the storytelling is what is the, the highlight. Like it's not this big, like adventure spectacle, weird. Like it's just, it's like soft. It's, it's, I don't know what, yeah. Well, and it it does it like, it does have its moments of like, spectacle and like look at this big world but the big world that they're looking at is like driving down the street in a car right you know what i mean where it's like oh my like my whole world is this house yeah and then i go outside this world and like it's the universe it's yeah like i I mean without getting into spoilers there's a whole thing where marcel is like asking the um the filmmaker there uh dean who's played by the actual director like oh that's fantastic is asking him like how big is the world yeah because it's a shell yeah <laughs> he's never he seen has <laughs> no idea yeah it's 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 so creative and so just like there's an understanding of what this shell's perspective would be on the world that's so endearing and so complete yeah that i love it and I will love it forever and ever and ever. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I need to watch this movie. This is one that multiple people have been like, you need to check this out. And I think I can rent yeah. it right now, which I might do before the end of the yeah. year. Um, Because, yeah. 90 just, minutes. They're, <laughs> just the average I've given movie. you three now that are 90 All minutes. All 90 long. minutes, yes. Uh, Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, it's... I don't know that I would have pegged that that would be your number one. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> Honestly, I, like, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be very similar to use. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, it's, it's going to be everything everywhere. It's going to be, yep. uh, nope. Or it's going to be, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those were the, yeah. 
<sighs> Damn. I feel the need to defend myself. My average movie length for the year was 114 minutes. So okay. Just shy of two just hours. Just shy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't need to defend shit. You don't like long movies. You don't want to watch long movies by all means. I do like watching long movies, but they I, have to be good. Yeah, I so I, I'm more of a like I'm gonna fit this into this time period. So I, I want to. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Ah oh, man, that's it. That's so there we go. That's the, that's the top five of the year. Um, do you want to run through yours real quick? Just yeah, give us the full list for sure. Um, I'll do my from another year first though just so okay. it doesn't mess up the flow so sure my favorite movie not from 2022 was never rarely sometimes always from 2020 uh, my number six which was my actual runner-up was martin mcdonough's banshees of indesheeran my number five was zach Kreger's barbarian my number four was joseph kaczynski's top gun maverick my number three was todd field's tar my number two was the daniels everything everywhere all at once my number one movie of 2022 was Jordan Peele's Nope. Awesome. That's a hell of a list, man. Dude. <sighs> so we, we put mine's some time to run through. <laughs> my, right? <laughs> mine to run through in the same kind of order. Uh, my non-2022 movie was 2021's Boiling Point. Mm -hmm. uh, my number six was After Yang. My number five was Prey. Uh, my number four was Nope. Uh, my number three was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Interesting that we yeah. flip those. Yeah. Um, I mean, different positions, but, but still. different order, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's probably the horror thing. Although I don't have any kind of issue with the horror in Nope. I don't know why I keep putting that qualifier on it, but like right. it didn't detract from me. I right. don't know. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll unpack that. I'm trying to make <laughs> sense of chaos, yeah. I guess. Uh, my number three was Everything Everywhere All at Once. My number two was Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Mm -hmm. And my number one was Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Hell yeah. Those are two really good and really different lists. Although a couple yeah. were the same, but like those yeah. are undeniable ones. The rest is like, that's good. That's good. Shows our taste. It really shows our taste. <laughs> it's also very interesting that um, they're either very short titles or very long titles. Like one word? Or you like get prey seven. or you get everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Nope. You get tar. tar or you get good luck to you, Leo Grant. Right. <laughs> you get um uh, Barbarian. Nope. Or you get Marcel the Shell with shoes. Yeah. Barbarian or it's the incredible. Banshees of Inishira. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um what a year. All right. Quite a list. Yeah. It's been a hell of a year for movies. It has been. I, I feel like um for the first time in a very, very long time, I have watched a lot of what I ex what came out this year. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I said earlier, I've watched 60 movies from 2022, which yeah. is insane it's insane. Me. Um, you know, I th there's been years where I, I don't know that I've watched 60 movies that I haven't yeah. seen before. Right. Like, <laughs> let alone from this year. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know that I've watched 60 movies total some years. Like, yeah. Um, uh, do you, I have a couple, I, I want to run through a couple that we didn't mention just sure. because there's, there's, there's so many that could have gone on here, but, yeah. um, I got to shout out the woman King just cause I, that was my number mm -hmm. seven. I absolutely love that movie. Um, also haven't seen that yet, but that's a good one to watch. Um, also you should watch decision to leave, which is the park Chan Wook mm -hmm. movie. Also really good. All the rest of these avatar way of water. You should, you obviously are going to see, um, bones and all is on yeah. there as well. 
um, the Fablemans, the ones that you should see, like, you know, sure. the, the players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Armageddon time. Um, did you see Jackass forever? No, you should watch Jackass forever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never had a big connection with Jackass. Oh, I didn't. Oh, never mind. That. Yeah. Well, like I don't, the, it timed out weird in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. It's tough to say. Cause it's like, it first came out when I was like, old and i don't want to like figure out the actual time but like old enough to realize that like this is dumb as fuck the people that i didn't (laughs) like were like super into jackass like you know like the douchebags in my high school class that were like oh my god jackass and i was like go fuck yourself so like i i i'm making a lot of uh arm gestures dear Mm. listener but Mm -hmm. i'm uh i'm all over the place on that but i got you maybe don't check it out though it's very jackassy yeah yeah. (laughs) I will say Fall is in my top 10. Really? Which is really impressive. That's um, a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. And that's something I think I would have never in a million years would have thought was in my top 10 for the year. Yeah. Um, I would have, like, props to my wife. I would have never in a million years watched that movie. If she I was, was like, say, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just because of Jess, you watched yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy. Fall. I will say also Gold is yeah. pro- would probably hit my top 10. Um, yeah. as, as long as it took me to watch it. I also watched it earlier today. So like, it might just be super fresh in my mind. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Where, what about the Batman? No superhero anywhere near on my list. Me neither. I don't remember one... the Batman. I like, I was like, cause it was on my list. And I was like, <sighs> I like, I remember a couple scenes, but right. Remember I, Colin Farrell. I remember Colin Farrell. I remember um, Paul Dano. Zoe Kravitz was good. I kind of, yeah, I, Zoe, like kind of fades. Like, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't walk you through the plot of the Batman right now. Yeah. I don't think I could either. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. like everything else too. I mean, like, you know, Dr. Strange, I really enjoyed, but like top movies. No, no, like, no. And like Thor and oh god, yeah, you know. Um, what about um? What about RRR? RRR was on my list. Okay. Um, shout out. Yep, that was that was great. Uh, Baby Assassins was in yep. my top ten. <laughs> nice. Uh, because I'm obsessed with that movie. Um, yep. But I wasn't allowed to put that in anything because it was like a, a couple months ago. We were like, oh yeah, movie. Favorite movies of the year that won't be in your top five. So I was like, well, they're oh, yeah, assassins. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, that right. was our recommendation. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Um, the Northman is in my top 20. Yeah. I, Northman, I don't think would make my top 10. That movie no. was really good, but like was kind of just like not a huge like follow up impact. I feel like exactly. Not, and for Robert Eggers, I'm like, I enjoy the lighthouse far more than I enjoy the Northman. Sure. Um, I will say. Shin Ultraman on yeah. my list. Um, yeah. Obsessed. Uh, and the other, other one I have here that was kind of almost in the running, I think would be top 20, uh, is The Princess. Yeah, with Joey King. Was Joey King, yeah, which I was pleasantly surprised by. That's awesome. I uh, Are you doing a top, are you doing a letterbox list for these, for yours? Probably, no doubt. Okay, yeah. okay. How, how, how far should I go? Because I was going to do like a top 10, but. Oh, do, do whatever you want. Should we keep I mean, going, man? Should we do a top 50? I was going to say, I have 58 listed out. Jesus. <laughs> Just In because, order? Yeah. 
Dude, I only watched 60 from this year. <laughs> that's just that's just like rank everything you watch this year. But like, where do I put Morbius, man? You put Morbius. Or The Secrets of Dumbledore. You put, oh my God. Or The Atom Project. What do I put Or Smile. Uncharted. Or Thor, Love, and Thunder. Or Samaritan. Where would um, Apollo 10 and a half go, do you think? Ooh, tough. I thought about that. I think that would break... That would probably break top 30, mm, mm. but not much higher. Yeah. It, it gets tough when you're in the 30 range. You're like, these are yeah. all movies I like, but like, I loved Speak No... Loved is an overstatement. I really <laughs> enjoyed Speak No Evil. It's like way in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And same with Men and like uh, scream, like scream and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I'm yeah. like, I need to shift things around. Like the menu is, is down there. And I'm like, there are... Mm. It's tough to get into the... 10 the 10 is like these are the 10 movies of the year and that's yeah. tough yeah should we make know. ourselves do like top 30 that sounds like a nightmare <laughs> like right now well no not right now oh, but oh like, like in, make in a, a letterbox list. list yeah oh we can i i i have my top 15 solid all i right. don't all right you do that i'll get a top 15 and then we'll match okay because that's important for some reason it is. It is. Yeah. And we'll put those up on Letterboxd so you all can see yes. them. Um. <laughs> but all right. All right. There it is. That's we it. We did it. Last 2022. Of the freaking year. In the bag. That's nuts. Um, God. Do we have any kind of highlights for 2023? Uh, likely as not, you won't hear from us for the first week of 2023. Yes. Um, yes. We're going to take a little bit of a hiatus because... Because we do this all the time. Back yeah, off. Because we do this every um, week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll be back shortly. Yep. We'll no doubt be doing a most anticipated of 2023 mm-hmm. uh, qualifier. We can't do the ones that just didn't get released in 2022. Yep. And we um, can't do Barbie or Oppenheimer. And we can't we do Barbie. Man, we have a lot of rules like before we even approach this. Um, it's good. It, it'll make our list really yeah. interesting. So the Oscars <laughs> are coming in March, coming on my yep. birthday. Is that true? Was it actually that- on my birthday or was it my birthday weekend? Hold on. I mean, even if it's just your birthday weekend, that's pretty crazy. Nope. Literally on my birthday, Sunday, March 12th. Wow. So So that's going to be a big day. <laughs> um, What's the who's producing this year? What's going to be the like what are the I don't know, man. What is even going to happen? Hopefully no assault. Well, we sorry, really I just hope. googled Oscars 2023 and of course it's like here's a giant photo of Will Smith. Will Smith slapping the hell yeah. out of Chris Rock. <laughs> um god, just let it be better. Uh, no uh, emancipation on your list, man? No. Nah, <laughs> I'm not even approaching that. <laughs> Um, but we will we we'll have to do an examination of like who we think is going to be mm-hmm. nominated. Um, yeah. We so I guess we'll have to figure out when the nominations are coming out. Um, yes, yeah, so probably get, pretty soon. But sometime within probably the end of January, I would assume. But we we can. Ooh, January is going to be busy. Busy, busy week. We'll month, figure it out. Month. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, there we have it. Is that it? That's, that's it. it. I think that's definitely it. Put it in the bag. Uh, yeah. All right, Josh, let's let's bring it home for the last time of 2022. Where can mm-hmm. people find you on the Internet? Uh, people can find me on the Internet on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33. Fuller is spelt with no E. You can also find me more on both Instagram and Letterboxd at Josh J. Fuller. And where can people find you, Willis? 
You can find me on the internet. You can find me on Instagram, on eh, kind of Twitter, and on Letterboxd at Willis Film. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Pixel Splitters. You can find us on Twitter at Pixel Split Pod. And you can find us on Letterboxd at Pixel Splitters, where you can find all of our recommendations, but also our top five lists, yeah. including all the ones we just went through. Usually yes. I read them all, but I won't do that but, right now because yeah. we've kind of beat it to death at this point. Uh, yes. <laughs> but go watch a movie. Yeah. There's so many good movies out there. Um, look beyond what's just, I don't even know what I'm saying. Look beyond like the top yeah. box office of the year. Like look to the ones that are fantastic and small and tell yeah. a good story. And regardless of what streaming services you have, there are so many sleepers on all of yeah. them that have just been kind of dumped on there that like just take a look and if you want to take a look at the rating on IMDb, not IMDb, but lo like look at on honestly, take a look on Letterboxd and you can get yeah. a good sense of whether or not you should check That's the movie out. That's become my de facto place. Yeah. I used to go to Rotten Tomatoes, but Letterboxd is uh, it's yeah. good. So check out movies yeah and so many of the movies that we just mentioned are already on streaming so just like it's just true it's watch true. them i think <laughs> and literally uh, all of mine you can just watch right now um yeah so all right josh all right that'll do it yeah, it's man. been an amazing year my man um, it has been i can't believe we've been doing this for 81 episodes now <laughs> insane not uh, including tuned in <laughs> Not including tune in. Yeah, that'll be another big thing in 2023. We're going to hit our 100th episode, y'all. Yes. Uh, which is mind boggling. Yes. So thank you for listening. Um, yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for getting this far into our mindless babbling. Uh, <laughs> yes. At the end of the episode. <laughs> yes. And uh, Josh, you want to you yeah. take us out? Absolutely. End of pod. End of pod.